This podcast is presented by Steak Sauce Media. Grab a joint, drop the veil, and cruise the multiverse with the Chronic Gals. Let me tell you a little something about the chronic gals Just two best buds and the very best pals Talking about cannabis, that good, that tree So grab a joint and just spark with me Hey! Welcome to another episode of Chronic Gals Podcast I'm Riley And I'm Ashleen And welcome back to part three of A Histories of the Multiverse by Seth Lyon A synopsis by the chronic gals a synopsis that is in three parts. In three parts, <laughs> super long. Well, we have commentary. Synopsis and it's discussion. Like, yeah. If we if this was like written out in written form, oh God. it would be like our synopsis and then cliff note like right. our notes, our little thumb thumbnails. That... Yeah. It would be way longer than the actual book. Yeah. So anyway, anyway part we're gonna three, get into part three. Hopefully you've re- Either listen to parts one and two yeah. or read A Histories of the Multiverse because we're not going back. No. We can't. We can't. It's only forward from here. <laughs> uh, but go back. You can. You, you can. can go back. You yeah. can still go back and listen to the first two parts. Uh, so please do. We'll pause. We'll pause. We'll wait. Well, you can pause. You can pause it. We'll wait. Before we get into the text and before we get into smoking some fun joints, because we did get some fun joints for we today. We did. We did. Um, I just want to, okay, there are actually, there's a couple bullet points in my brain. Great. Okay. Number one, why is bring, why is trauma and healing trauma so important? Okay. I, I'm sharing the story that I shared earlier. Oh, great. Okay. I had a moment in time yesterday where I was talking to someone of the younger, you of the youth of our world and just really saw like what we're doing as older millenn- elder millennials mm-hmm. and the healing work that we do and how it's helping generations below us. Yeah. Because if you actually spend time talking to somebody that's younger than you, especially like 16 to 20 year olds right now, yeah. they are really, really smart. They're really tapped in. They're really tapped in. They're really, really smart. They have amazing ideas mm-hmm. and perceptive and per- super perceptive. Like they know what's going on. And they have the beauty of what of TikTok of like micro lessons mm-hmm. in things so you can jump around to whatever you want to listen learn about. I think that is so that is so valuable in this world of like this is school and this is a box right. and this is how you should learn and clearly we are not learning that way. Right. So it was just like I feel that I'm doing the brunt of the healing work. In a positive way. I know that statement sounds negative, but that is a positive statement so that the younger generations can flourish in this world that we want to create because they are going to be the creators of this new world. Right. Like we are watching it crumble and we have the connection to the past the way that they don't. Right. But we can like pull the gems from the past, hand them over to the younger generations and be like, run right run far right and wide i think about that with my kids all the time yeah i'm like half the reason that i'm doing any of my own healing like not only to like become the best version of myself that i can be but it's so that my kids don't have to start at from the same place that i started and i can give them a leg up and then like what amazing things are they going to be able to come up with 30 years from now exactly when they are in their prime they're you know like 
this world is going to be completely different. It's going to be so different. So if anyone is like, Ugh, healing, trauma, what is that even? Why? It hurts. You know, it's hard to it, look at it. It hurts. Yeah. You know? Yes, it hurts. It hurts. But you are you healing yourself heals those around you. There's like, I don't know if Rumi said it or Gandhi. I don't know. Buddha. I don't know who said <laughs> it. But it was like if you meditate. For 10 minutes, that meditation of 10 minutes, like, hits a mile around you, the people mm-hmm. in a mile around you. Mm-hmm. So if you heal one thing, you heal a, for a bunch of people. Right. And I've seen it w- in my parents, in yeah. our parents. I've seen my healing journey, like, help them. I've seen my healing journey help our little brother mm-hmm. and, like, other little brothers, you mm-hmm. know, like. So if you are an elder millennial and you or older or older or whatever or even young and you are the one that has to d- deal with the trauma yeah if you're the curse breaker in your family <laughs> embrace that and be grateful for it and just you're strong enough to deal with it you are strong enough. you came to this planet to deal with it and you are strong enough to handle it totally and if you need help we're only a dm away totally a couple hours because I don't get back to you on time, but you know, like we're here to help and we're here to foster an environment of like growth and healing Mm -hmm. so that the younger generations don't have to go through the thick muck that we have. Right. right. They can wade through the pseudo clean water or they just, they get to deal with a different muck. Exactly. You know, like we're dealing with our corner of the muck Mm -hmm. and then nobody else has to deal with it. Exactly. They get to deal with different muck. Right. So I just wanted to like for anybody out there who's like really in it with the trauma and the energies right now are fucking wild. So wild. So crazy. So keep on keeping on. We love you. You're doing it. You're great. You're passionate and amazing. You're worth it. You rock. <laughs> so I just had to say love that. that. Love that. Um, number two. I think I forgot. So I'll skip to number three because that's the most important. This is my disclaimer for this episode. Okay, great. <laughs> so the stuff that we're going to get into today um, is based on historical documents and photographs and like actual primary resources. However, it touches on a lot of like conspiracy theories that may quote unquote I'm doing like mad air quotes (laughs) um may not be conspiracy but we don't have enough real proof to prove them but we do have proof but no one wants to talk about the proof type of stuff I don't know the people in charge are pushing a different narrative yeah and there's a lot of misinformation and disinformation and like what's real what funny things going on so the stuff that we're going to talk about today may be a little bit sensitive we may get trigger like hit shadow band shadow band on YouTube. I don't think we're actually going to say any words. I don't know. Who knows? But I mean, I, I mean, our twelve like, watchers on YouTube, right? But I mean, like you say, freedom now, and then it triggers the COVID thing on Instagram. Well, now we're going to get a vaccine. Well, right. I mean, yeah. I now mean, we're gonna now get we're the, really going to get a vaccine. One. Yeah. But okay, yeah. So take it with a grain of salt. I I realize what we've talked about the last two episodes has been like extra wild but this stuff is like more recent history if you've been paying attention to the conspiracy world for the past couple years you will find red lines within this information that go back to other theories in the 
realm of conspiracy theory, which I hate that word. I know. I hate that word, but this is what we're going to use today. Because I'm not confident enough to argue against it. You know, I don't. The word of conspiracy theory? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. I don't want to have, I don't want anybody to come and be like, you're talking about conspiracy. Yeah. Right. But it's also like, are we? Exactly. Because again, I think we said this in the first part of this, and but I've, this has been coming up for me again. It's like everywhere I look these days, <sighs> the whoever is in charge, like you see clear falsities in that they have said throughout their history. Like, for example, in the cannabis industry and the whole thing with fucking Harry Anslinger, like the whole mm-hmm. drug war started because yes. this asshole wanted to keep the black community down. Yeah. You know, like there's. The narrative that has been told time and time again is not the narrative that makes any sort of sense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the reason I doubt, I just doubt, I just doubt the 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 mainstream narrative. Yeah. And so conspiracies are just like a little intriguing, and you're like, oh, that actually, those dots actually connect in a logical Occam's razor kind of way. Way. Oops, move that. <laughs> um. Yes. Yeah, I agree. So yeah. So anyway. take it with a grain of salt. Run it through your own gut, in, like influence. You know, your gut brain, your brain brain, your heart space. Take what you want. Leave what you want. Whatever. You know, it is what it is. We've been talking about weird shit for the last six hours. So right. it's fine. Um. Oh. Oh my gosh. I have to adjust my sitting position um one last thing just in case we forget to say it later we so this is part three we are going to have a part four of this um series of a history of the multiverse we will have that part four live we're gonna do like a live instagram um on a date we haven't figured out that date so keep checking our instagram for that um invite but we want to have a discussion with everybody who's listened to this po- these podcasts have read the text have ideas and thoughts and triggers and codes that have come through us talking about all of this stuff so if you're interested in ha- being in that conversation i don't know if you want to dm us you are you can so we can definitely send you an invite to that it'll just be on instagram live and i think we can like have a few different people up on the live with us so we will do that, and it'll just be a really fun. I'm just excited to talk to other people you about, you know, because we've talked about it, and I've talked to Warren about it, and, like, we all talk about this shit all the time, so I'm ready to hear at somebody else's point of view. Yeah. So, that's coming in May. Yay. That's it. <laughs> oh. Okay, so. Go ahead. I was I was just gonna yeah. I was just gonna uh, let us let everyone listening know uh, about this joint that I have. It so I was at I think I was at the Herbery this week and happened to notice this Lion's Breath joint. Um, it's Lion King by Breath Mints, um, an infused joint by Freddy's Fue- uh, Freddy's Fusions, mm. the brand of Freddy's Fuego, but. Um, we're fans of Freddy's Fuego. Love Fred, Freddy's Fuego. They're, They're out of Washu. Are they? Did you tell? Them? I thought you told me that. I don't know where. I think oh. You told me that they were local. I don't know. I'm not. Did I, I tell you that we're? The, oh, yeah. I don't remember where where they're from. But yeah, I've been obsessed with their cake cannabis, which is like one of their midlines. 
so good so fantastic anyway but i saw this one and it's called lion's breath the author of this text author slash compiler uh historian uh antholo- anthologer um his name is seth lyon right so i saw it and i was like okay lion's breath we are speaking li- uh, we are speaking seth lyon's words obviously we have to get that one so here we, here we are are you looking are you looking yeah. to see where freddy's fuego is located yeah, no, that's just where you can buy them. A lot of farms don't tell you where because they just for I know, privacy but I reasons. I thought that they were. Maybe I'm thinking of Bacon's Buds. Bacon's Buds is in Washougal. Maybe I'm thinking about that. Man, I thought that I knew where they were, but I guess I don't. Anyway, wherever I'm you sure are, we could Freddy's Fuego, you rock. <laughs> Thanks for doing great stuff. They also are the ones that do the cake joints did you say that i did but you can say it again because they're so good they are really good i've been you got that acai one Mm -hmm. and fuck it was i got another one uh acai gelato Mm -hmm. infused joint yeah it's so good i've been buying their gooey tiramisu joints like nonstop because they're so nice like a really good daytime afternoon break joint their neapolitan dream was an awesome like nighttime relaxy joint Oh, there was another one. I see. It's like citrusy and piney, and yeah, it tastes. It's really nice. Almost kind of like a like a sweet tarts, like that chalky mm-hmm. sweet chalkiness. Yeah, not in a bad way at all. <laughs> That's nice. It Sorry, I'm like breathing through it. Do you do that? Does anybody else taste it through your nose to get like? Because there's like taste receptors, right? Like in through your nose, and so. If you don't do that to get a better taste, go <laughs> through your nose, <laughs> breathe through your nose and stuff, and then you kind of get it up in your. Oh, you know what? It actually worked. See? Like you can taste it like up in your sinuses uh-huh. a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. That's kind of funny. Isn't that fun? I also oh. got um, breath work. Oh, yeah. In line with lion's breath. Yeah. From the Aloha Botanics, which I have been, I found these guys at the Herbary. They're pretty good. Like them? Yeah. I think they're like. Yeah, this is really tasty. Hoop. Hoop. Oh. Uh, hoop. Hoop house. Hoop house. If I could get, say hoop enough. So <laughs> um, like the greenhouse style with where like it has, it's, it's like on a hinge. Yeah. Where you can kind of like lift up the covering and put it back down. You get your yeah. greenhouse atmosphere. With like real sun. Totally, totally. Love that. Yeah, that's super tasty. Hell yeah. Okay, should we jump into it? Let's jump into it. So where do we leave off? We left off at the rise of civilization as we know it. Yeah, we left off when Atlantis fell. The Atlanteans and the Draco reptilians. So the Draco reptilians made their way into Atlantean society was there at the fall of Atlantis and then the survivors of the fall which were many different types of people but the main I mean like some survivors were um, like Draco reptilians Anunnaki. Anunnaki so different types of like the people that were hanging out um, the cabal <laughs> made its way through like Egyptian society greek society ended up in rome that's why rome was like the craziest warriors they were like the blood hungriest people um and then that's where 
the Vatican is right. also is Rome. Right. So that's kind of where they just kind of they like home base. Yeah. Rome. And then you can kind of see like they the Crusades happened and they started expanding into Europe, like, you know, Western to Europe. And then you get the Crusaders taking over the pagans and the Druids and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And, mm-hmm. and the Islamic Empire or the o- Ottoman Empire. Mm hmm. I don't know. History gets hazy, but it's like the so Ottom- Ottomans were in Persia, and then you had the Mongols in in China. Yeah, and like the Mo- like I, I mean I can't speak on the Mongols, but there were folks from Mu, the Lumerian society that went mostly towards the east, so like Asia, mm-hmm. and then the um, Hebrews went to Israel. Other Nikal beings went to the Middle East area. A lot of Anunnaki and Dracos went to Egypt. But there was like the Maya. The Maya went to South America. Yeah. Yeah. And there were like two different. Yeah. Within each of these groups, there was like two different factions, like the goodies and the baddies. High vibe and the low vibe. Because at this time, the cabal has like gone up into everyone. It has like gotten into everyone. And they they operate in secret. Right. So it's like secret societies. It's not out in the open. Right. <clears throat> Everybody like, and at this point, aliens were like a thing. Human, homos. Oh, there was a, oh, I remembered my, my point two. Oh, good. Okay. Point two. Sorry. <laughs> I don't remember if I said this in the last episode, but humans and homo sapiens mm-hmm. are two different things. We did talk about we this did a talk little about bit. This? Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to recap for the people who are just hopping in. Thanks. Right. Why go back? But (laughs) humans are star beings. Homo sapiens are star beings plus Homo erectus from Earth. So Homo sapiens. Human DNA exists throughout the galaxy. Yes. But human Earth humans are human DNA, like galactic human plus Earth ape yes essentially yes you know exactly. respectfully to the homo erectus right equals equals us. homo domesticus now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's probably true if you talk to daniel vitalis he'll call he'll say that we're homo domesticus oh, or something that's so mm-hmm. cool mm-hmm. that's neat mm-hmm. um oh shit fuck there was like a part two to my part two um part two to point two humans they're galactic humans and then we are earth humans and they're different than Homo sapien. Humans and Homo mm. sapiens are different. Oh, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. It'll. <laughs> it might come back. It might come back. It's just a boomeranging part. Uh, point two. So yeah. So we lived with aliens. Aliens lived with us. And it was commonly known. And it was commonly known up in civilization. And then there became to a point when. The aliens were like warring or interacting so much like above everybody, like above the Homo sapiens, that it was really dis- disrupting the Homo sapien evolution. So, and you would mean like literally war, like there are battles in the sky, yeah. like there are spaceships firing on each other in the stars. Yeah. And the humans yeah. look up and they see star wars happening overhead and that's distracting from their human lives because they're like what the fuck even though they know what the fuck because they know what's going on but they're like okay shiny yeah big guns exactly so 
I don't know if it was Muhammad, but they are called the Muhammad Accord, I think, um, where he was like, all extraterrestrial interactions have to be done behind the scenes. Like, we can't be interrupting the evolution of these Homo sapiens because they've gotten to this point with our help that they are their own species now. They don't need so our help. So, at this point, are, like, the Anunnaki still considering us as, like, a slave race? Or are we now just... Do we know... Do so... After the fall of Atlantis, when everybody was repopulating the Earth, um, there was discussion whether or not they Homo sapiens should be considered a slave race. I'm pretty sure Onlil wanted them to stay a slave race. Anki wanted them to flourish and be their own and thing. And that was the whole reproduction thing. That was the whole, like, do we give humans this the ability? After. Oh, this is this after is that. After. Okay. Yeah. So the serpent in the garden was the reproduction thing. Oh, okay. We don't want, we want to have control over the reproduction. Okay. Later. Later. After, after the fall. So this is yeah, like thousands is, of years <clears throat> now after yeah. the introduction of humans. Now we're talking about the fall of Atlantis. This yeah. is a whole different. Yeah. We're, yeah conversation about whether we are now slaves. Yeah. So okay. since like we yeah, we are many a folk, they were like, we should probably I think I think the thing is that Anki was like, just let them be their own race at this point. Enlil, because Enlil just disassociates and goes back to Nibiru. Nibiru. This is getting a little clogged this getting, joint. So do fine. you we can just put it down for a minute. That's fine. Um so yeah, so Enlil goes to Nibiru, becomes like this the Zeus character the G, capital g god of the first testament um anki becomes poseidon and like i don't know a different type of god so all of these anunnaki figureheads get woven into mythology and, and deities deities and all of these other human brain uh homo sapien brain things that we are currently told are just stories right because we know now that there is only one god we'll get to the we'll get to the present oh i remember part two part two okay <laughs> i remember okay we figured out what's outside of unity we i don't think we talked about this on the show i think we talked about this just in person okay do you remember kind of okay i'll refresh your memory okay, <laughs> okay. so back to part one we had unity was this consciousness that was playing with itself mm -hmm. and then we were like what's outside of unity right right, right. chaos of course yeah chaos yeah, yeah. is outside of unity yeah and everything comes from chaos right. what's outside of chaos i, I was don't gonna know. say or are there other unities within chaos you i know? mean probably okay this is getting off on a whole other tangent that i do want to talk about because i like you know how i have my whole like this is how density works mm -hmm. like you have your one your one d your two d i can explain that again better i've explained it before but i like drew it out mm -hmm. and i now like understand the 12 how there's like some people say there's only 12 souls that exist mm -hmm. and everybody else is just like a fractal of that soul mm -hmm. like that totally makes sense mm -hmm. with the way that density works mm -hmm. This is getting really off topic, but we haven't even gotten into the topic. We haven't yet. even. No, it's fine. <laughs> the top, but it's off topic of the off topic. It's okay. I don't. I don't think I can explain it right oh, now. Like, okay. Yeah, but chaos is outside. Chaos of is outside of unity. unity. Oh yeah. Okay. It's just another level of density. Yeah. 
So whether there are other, so I think that there are other unities within chaos. It's I just think so not too. for us to know those, right. Those unities. Not a, ta- okay. A tangential story that wraps up into not a tangent. So I've been playing this game called no man's sky. It's space exploration. Triggering a lot of like galactic memories, mm-hmm. which is really weird. Mm-hmm. But so basically you're, a, a traveler through space and you have a starship and you get to like land on planets and scan the flora and fauna and mineral life of it you can like settle on a planet and make a base and like build out there's space stations up in space and then there's this like through storyline about this atlas path and atlas is like capital g god okay where he is all-knowing all-sentient and then you realize that it's everything's a simulation. Spoiler alert if anybody wants to play. You realize everything's a simulation and you have to choose to break the simulation or just let it play. Mm-hmm. And I chose to let it play. And so I get to just whatever. But there's like portals. And then I flew in. You can fly into black holes and you just it's a time trial or it's like a space time travel device you get so you get to another place in the galaxy yep totally i've gone to the point where i've gone into different densities in within the game wow i don't think density is the right word i'll say reality okay just like different realms yeah Uh so i can like travel to different realms or realities Mm -hmm. and different galaxies but it's like all the same mm-hmm. but i just keep thinking about yeah this and like the history a history of the multiverse is us flying around finding things and like making a base and mining minerals and gold and shit just to See, go disclosure is happening it really is they just are they're people are, that are telling us that it's like fictional and i don't as know if fictional is not real i don't know if it's conscious disclosure either totally i think some of us are creating our memories without realizing it mm-hmm. which is i mean it's like it's such a i can spend hours yeah on that game yeah because there's just so much to do and it's so fun but well that whole breaking the real or breaking the simulation piece is really interesting because it reminds me of playing that vr game super hot mm-hmm. there's okay spoiler alert in this game but there's this one point where you get to a level and all that you all of that's in front of you is a gun this is a vr this is sorry headset yeah game. this is a vr headset game on the oculus and all that's in front of you is a gun and there's nobody else like the rest of the game. There are other people to shoot. But this level, there's nobody else to shoot. So you eventually you realize that you need to shoot yourself. And then th- so that's like a really <laughs> intense thi- especially when you're in a VR situation. Yeah. When, you know, you're yeah. that first literally first person shooter. OK, trigger warning. Right. Fucking. But so and then you shoot and then you shoot yourself and then right. you break the simulation right. and then you realize that you're in your room, room closet you're, room you're like video game room yeah and you have all of these choices now for which video game you want to choose to play yeah so it's, it's all it really does come back and it's the whole fractal of it all it you is. know like the truth is out there it really is yeah i really had that game really fucked me up because i was like okay no man's sky I is super hot super hot yeah 
I, I really had to go through the, okay, I am not in this game. I am in my body. If I shoot myself, I will not die. Right. You know? Right. You have to have that moment with yourself. Yeah. And then it was like, well, it's the same. It's right. Me shooting myself now. Right. And hit like me in the game, taking off the headset is me. Is it me shooting myself in real life and right. taking the headset off? Trigger right. warning. I'm so sorry. These warnings are coming late. I know. <laughs> And then, okay, and then I ping over to Inception, spoiler alert, (laughs) the movie Inception, where the, like, Leonardo DiCaprio's wife, what's her, uh, I can't remember, the French gal, she, Rachel, no, 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 she, uh, anyways, Rachel, uh, sorry, Leonardo DiCaprio's wife in the movie has died in real life. Because she thought that she was still in her in her own head, like in her dreams, and the only way to wake up from her dream was to kill herself. Mm-hmm. So, but she wasn't in the dream; she was in reality. But then the end of the movie, the way that the movie ends, it's like, well, was, was she yeah. in the? Maybe she and Leonardo DiCaprio are still in the dream. Like Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> I know. I didn't, Sorry, I I didn't mean it. to. I had to call it out. You know, he's still in the dream and maybe she did wake up and now she woke up without him and is living with their children and having the happy life. And now he's just like in maybe he's just in his own dream still. You know, it's like, yeah, it really it really starts to fuck you up. Honestly, if you start thinking about it and trying to bend over backwards to make the mental gymnastics work like. But it does work. Right. It does work. If you dig deep enough, don't don't try it at home. Right. Oh, my God. Be supportive. That's not what we're saying. That's not what we're saying here. Well, although this is all accessible to everybody, and it is your birthright to have access to all of these skills and powers and all of these things, you just need to know how to turn it on properly. We can go to other places without killing ourselves. Let me just say that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We have the ability to consciously activate the DNA that we have because we are from Galactic Starseed. To be able to jump to these places without... It doesn't require physical death anymore. Correct. Mm-hmm. So don't... Yeah. Don't... Try astral traveling first. Right. Lucid dreaming. Yeah. <laughs> Go on a guided journey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Eat a mushroom. Un- that's unfortunate. The bottom of that joint. Yeah. So... Okay. okay. Hold on. Where were we? We jumped we so still, all over the we place. we were still recapping a little bit. Uh, we were. My question was... Are humans a slave race at this point? Yeah. So we're like we are in Muhammad. Like Rome, you know, we're in like we're like past zero BC. You yeah. Know, like we're now in the common era. Yeah. Are, are humans a slave race? No, they have been left to their own devices to evolve as a species on their own, kind of under the guidance of how what I would the say Nicole, you know, or wh- whoever it is of ally beings in different spaces. Okay, I don't. <laughs> Lots of thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> to the statement that the Nicals are watching us, I would say after Atlantis fell, most of them left. I think the I, the, the oh, thought right. was that they, you know what, just let them figure it out. I will. I mean, there were alien races, obviously helping us the nordics were helping the mm-hmm. you know they were th- people they were th- underground yeah. or inner yeah. earth beings but i, I think but i think oh, where we sorry. are in the storyline mm. 
is that alien ta- like all alien business has to go behind closed doors or whatever and the he- homo sapiens are left to their own devices with the leadership of the cabal because they have been infiltrating everyone since Atlantis. Since Atlantis. Like so they have gotten to the point of high leadership. And now, since it's behind closed doors, they can thrive even more. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of where we are. Okay. They're obviously good people. Like Jesus Christ comes out, mm-hmm. he's a superstar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Buddha, you know, Mm -hmm. like a bunch of other folks Mm -hmm. try to come in with the sixth density light, Mm -hmm. love, Merlin again. again. Comes back to King Arthur. Yeah. So all of like there are people who come through, but the cabal is still consistently able to pervert all of the positive teachings into something that helps their own agenda. Totally. Which is. Which is. Power and control. Yeah. Of the planet. For of the gold. planet. Well, formerly for gold, but now well, just. Well, no, not. I mean, the Draco reptilians that are the oh, cabal don't right. really care about the gold. Right, right, they right. want to feed off of the loosh. the loosh that humans provide. They're like human energy provides them in right. when they're in agony. Right. So they're trying to, yeah, have the power so then they can eat because they, they're trapped here on Earth. Right. Because of the Matrix thing. Because of the Matrix of, thing. Right. Part of the Matrix thing is they it traps the Draco reptilians here, so they can't leave anyway. Right. Okay, that's right. <coughs> right. Totally. Thank you. Are so we all yeah. back on the same page now? <laughs> Are we all here? I think so. I think we're here. Okay. <coughs> so then we're so we're going through history. The Cabal is expanding their reach through the Crusades. The I would say like the dark the Dark Ages happened. The Cabal was in in power, mm-hmm. right? Death and plague and all of that. And then there was like a glimmer of hope in the Renaissance. But that was kind of like fake hope, I think. Because it was like manufactured by... I think the Renaissance was probably manufactured by the Cabal. Because like the only people that were in power then were like weird, wealthy people. Mm. I don't know. I don't yeah. know history enough to actually have any true thought about it so but i mean it was like heavily influenced by the church yeah you know the people like in all, power yeah, like, like when everyone you, was sorry paid for by the church right you like know? patrons yeah mm-hmm. artists were all paid for by the church yeah yeah so <laughs> um so yeah so basically from that then to about we're gonna just go up to 1900 because cool. that's he's he skips just think about all of the time periods between then and now where it was like positive and negative. Some things were good and some things were bad. And mm-hmm. mostly things were on a slow trajectory of bad. Right. Like slavery in America. All over the world. All over the world. Just like wars all over the world. The like push of weird Christianity but evolved well, from paganism but the consolidation of power to kings exactly and you know the caste system exactly so all of we know that of, of history that's what's happened slowly slowly <laughs> well all that we know and then a lot more because that they didn't tell us yeah. okay but we're gonna hop back into 
around the 1900s. Um, and yeah, like I said earlier, all this stuff was like documented from documents, historical photographs and evidence and firsthand reports. Yeah, because again, we're getting to 1900. So there's there's actual there's physical, tangible primary right, documents. Right. That's that's so interesting. Right. I don't know. That just blows my mind for some reason. Right. Like we have tangible documents because there were those tablets that were. Yeah. But it's like is like it's so hard because civilization has been so gone through so many cycles what historical archaeological evidence we have is the only thing that survives right so like we miss so out we obviously miss out so many different it's an incomplete picture exactly yeah I'm starting to get sorry I'm starting to get into the Dead Sea Scrolls ooh I I listen oh I have not I have not ever touched those it's so the the Dead Sea Scrolls are the these scrolls that they found in the Dead Sea that it encapsulated all of the books of the Bible plus uh, a bunch of other ones uh-huh. that were lost. And it's just really interesting. Yeah. I'm, I've only dipped my toe in. I can't even talk about it because totally. I don't know. Not but it's, yeah. it's really interesting. It's I'm just, into it. So. Anyway, okay, 1900. We're back. We're in Europe. We're at the Vril Society. This society was... Created by this woman named Maria. I don't know what her last name is, but her name is Maria. (laughs) She is this psychic woman from Croatia who was into the. Oh, gosh, this is German. Thule Gesellschaft. Yeah. Thule Gesellschaft. I'm going to call it the Thule Society. (laughs) This society trained psychics like practiced secret it was a secret society yeah <clears throat> practiced conscious things taught about things from like mu and atlantis those types of teachings were taught in this secret society this woman maria was super super psychic she learned how to harness her abilities in this thule society and then she was like i'm going to go off with these other super hot psychic women <laughs> <laughs> And form my own society, and I'm going to call it the Vril Society. Um, so funny. These women were, like, super cool. They meditated consciousness enough to get contacted by a couple different, like, ET groups. So the first group was the Draco Reptilians in Agartha, and Agartha is the um, inner Earth. So they were the first ones to interact with them. The Vril Society was, like, kind of into it because they were like, ooh, a creature. Yeah. But then they were, they like, sensed the negative agenda behind their mm-hmm. actions. So they mm-hmm. kind of, like, distanced themselves from the Draco. Wow. And then the second group, which the Draco probably didn't like, the second right. group <laughs> um, were the Nordics, and they were the Aryan human-type um, race. Uh, they live in fifth density and live in... in and around Alpha Centauri. And they're the ones that helped the Nordics of... The Vikings. The Vikings. Scandinavia. Yeah, that area of the world evolve into what they are today. Interesting. So, yeah. So, like, if the Hebrews went to Israel, the Nordics, wherever they were in Atlantis, went and hung out in Scandinavia. Yeah. <clears throat> 
but they are like super benevolent and super nice and into positivity and love and light. Mm-hmm. So the Royal Society really resonated with them. And so they kind of like hooked on to them. Um, and the Nordics were like, okay, ladies, we are going to give you <laughs> the blueprints for this super awesome consciousness spaceship that you're going to take like a bunch of people into space and you're going to space travel. They were like, okay, when and where are we getting this info? (laughs) So they set a date. They go to this place. This woman channels this information and it's a disc shaped craft that enables them to move through time and space by traveling to higher densities and moving by thought. Wow, interesting. So psychics are like really powerful if you Apparently. haven't figured it out. <laughs> yeah. So they were like the goal was for them to like take a bunch of people and like go out into space. I don't think they got there. I don't think they achieved that goal, but um they did achieve some really cool things. Um but going back to the Thule Society there were other important players that were also part of that society, including Hitler, Goering, and Himmler, which are those the other people that started the Nazi party? I think so. I don't know enough history to know I, that, but I yeah. was, I'm just conjecturing yeah, based on context clues. We could confirm that with a quick Wikipedia. We really but could, but fine. we're in the middle of this. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can you Wikipedia. Yeah, check our work. <laughs> um So, yeah, so they're part of the Thule Society, Hitler and friends, and (laughs) they, I mean, this society was really into the occult, they were into psychic things, learning about the weird things that weren't talked about above ground, Um, and so the Hitler was like, oh, I've heard about the real women, they seem like they have information that I want, so I'm going to invade their camp and interrogate them. Totally. Which is what they did. <laughs> um, and so that I, so when the women were like com- almost complete done completing the craft is when Hitler came in and interrogated them and got all of this information. This was also the first time that Hitler came in contact with the Draco. Okay. Or that's they that they've got their first. I don't think they were like coming came in. I don't mean I wasn't there. So they I got their first taste of a yeah. Draco reptilian. Yeah. yeah. Or however, so, someone <laughs> said something about the Draco and then Hitler was like, ooh, ooh I want to know. Dragon. Yeah. So after that moment. Okay. Going back. Hitler's invading the Vril. The Vril know people in high places. So they were able to convince Hitler to just like leave them alone. And Hitler was like, I could just invade them whenever, whenever I want. It's anyway. just a gaggle of girls. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So he basically was like, okay, see ya. I got what I needed. I, I'm going to go now. So after that happened, Gross. these men, right? Sorry, excuse me, men. These women Respectfully. were like, okay, we're out. Peace. So they get into their spaceship and like take off. And literally leave the planet through whatever density. And they have only ever returned in the 70s. Like, apparently just the rural society just like disappears from the history books because they go. I mean, they like literally disappear disappear. to a different realm. Come back to share some technology about love and light. And Mm -hmm. then they're bounced again. Wow. So it's just like, I don't know. 
that's probably like the most in-depth we'll get in any of these topics yeah but it's just like so interesting it's so interesting and like why not i know you know why not exactly like do you really think that nobody has found their way off the planet in right in thousands of us of years of us being here right even in just like if we accept the mainstream narrative that we've only been around for whatever eight thousand years ten thousand years right. like Right. I don't know. I think mm-hmm. I believe that humans are so of are like possible. We could do anything. Yeah. So me believing that the Royal Society really just like left. I'm like, I could see I that. I could see it too. I could see them humming. Like I know the power of powerful women. Oh, and yeah, totally. The magic that happens when we come together in like a true sense. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I feel like I could I could go Figure off the planet. To, yeah, you know? yeah, totally. So I see it. I see it for them. <laughs> I ship that. Because <laughs> they're on the ship. Anyway. I get it. So, yeah. So, that's when the Nazis first get kind of a taste of, like, the Cabal Draco um, agenda. Yeah. And they really cling to it. And they really just, like, hit it home. Well, and it's interesting about, like, I know we haven't really talked about the Nazis yet. And I don't know how deep we're going to get into it. But the... How the Vril had contact with the Nordics. Mm-hmm. And then this whole thing about, like, you know, they're an Aryan race. They're, mm-hmm. you know, white-skinned, blonde hair. I don't know what color, if they have specific colored eyes or not. But, you know, they have, like, this look. And then the philo- the Nazi philosophy is to achieve genetic perfection. Right. Is to achieve this Aryan phenotype. Right. And I don't know. I don't know where that where all of the connections connect or anything. I'm just right. like noticing an interesting <laughs> pattern. Right. And I'm sure that there's like more information if we really look into yeah. it. <clears throat> yeah. Which I have not done any extra research no. outside. Like you could totally go on so many rabbit holes from this text alone. Right. But I'm like I'm like I'm gonna keep it pure for right, right. now. At least to just get through this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but. So, yeah, so we will be talking about Nazis. Trigger warning? Um, trigger warning. <laughs> I don't know, y'all. If you're not, if you haven't left yet. I know. I mean, really. I know. Safe space, right? Right. Okay. So that was like 19, between 1900 and 1940 was when the Royal Society left the planet. Um, 1942, the Nazis perfect anti-gravity flight. They also um, perfect interdensity travel like the Vril, but they don't perfect anti-gravatic propulsion. So they can't get off the planet. Yeah. But they can travel interdimensionally. Yeah. They can't, like, move things. Right. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So they're just, like, trying to figure out this tech with the help of the Dracos that are in it, Antarctica that like dove down there after Atlantis or got frozen or whatever happened after Atlantis. They're like still Draco ships that, that are there. The Dracos are helping them. They're like using the Paatal ruins and the ruins of Atlantis and like scrap from their ships to create all of this um, like technology mm-hmm. that they're like getting. But the things that they're doing the technology with are like wrong. And if you're using conscious tech from the Pa'atal and Atlantis, you can't dis- 
destroy you just it just like doesn't work you're like using love and light for destruction and that's not what love and light is used for so it's going to backfire so i was listening to another podcast uh the alphabetic podcast and i don't remember dr bear uh dr bear is this like naturopath alternative medicine guy who has some very interesting discussion points and i like if if you're if this stuff over here resonates with you, you would probably resonate with alphabetic stuff. But one thing that he mentioned on his podcast recently was that technology uh, was technology is meant to illustrate in an external way the power that we can harness if we go within and learn how to harness it from within. So, like, I think he was specifically talking about radio waves. Yeah, he was talking about radio waves and how when we figured out radio, that was the first time that humanity had ever seen the collapse of space. Because now we didn't, now even though there was a ton of space between us, we could still communicate from, you know, with from different places. So, but if you think about that with, like, consciousness technology, telepathy is like an easy telepathy is supposed to be like an easy everyone will be telepathic and that's gonna like communication is gonna be no problem when we learn how to use consciousness properly you know like well like how many of us are telepathic with our friends and we don't think we're telepathic like how many of us like pick up our phone and then our best friend calls us right or or with your kids you know yeah exactly how many times how many times how many moms have children that haven't developed their speech yet but know exactly what they want right like i mean i'm telepathic with my dog right you know totally so like it's 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 coming online yeah definitely superpowers that are coming online right so and then it's that whole his dr bear's whole topic about that like it's interesting that the nazis could never quite figure out how to make anything work just right Mm -hmm. because they're using it for this external dissonant you know low vibe purpose yeah Service to self mm-hmm. purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So basically all of 1940, the Nazis are trying to develop this technology. Mm-hmm. If only Indiana Jones could really get in their way. Dude, Indiana Jones kind of touches on aliens because the, well, I mean, the, whole, the third the, one, right? The first one is the Ark, Ark of the Covenant one, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it goes Ark of the Covenant, so. Temple of Doom, yeah, and then the dad, and Sean the Connery, shows up, and it's that one. The where they have to like, which is all no, that was another consciousness one. Yeah, and then they the Shia like LaBeouf have, one, have the faith. newest one. Yeah, that Crystal Skull. Crystal Skull. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh man, okay, I'm gonna watch Indiana Jones. Dude, Indiana Jones. I love Indiana well, Jones. That, that's another George. Lucas I know George thing. Lucas is so woke. I love George Lucas. <laughs> I, I love George Lucas. And then they were like, "No, George Lucas, you are too good. You are triggering." too many people for the positive we're gonna take your fucking indi- your fucking stories and yeah. bastardize it right change it to our agenda and make a shit ton of money while you don't make any money well that's the same thing with marvel like how many keys are in all of the marvel movies totally but it then it's just bastardized and perverted with like, like giant explosions exactly. and what is going to get people's butts in the seats you know although that being said i've not been a spider-man person i'm a doctor strange person and i didn't know that doctor strange was in the new spider-man movie mm-hmm. so now i really want to see the new spider-man movie and there's a new doctor strange movie coming out 
Is George Lucas still alive? Yeah. He is? Okay. Just making sure. I think so. I want to talk to him. Okay. I just want to be like, yo, George, we got to chit chat. Yeah. <laughs> we got to talk about some stuff. Let's do it. That would be great. We can figure that, that out. We could. Six degrees of George Lucas. Ready? Right. Community, go. Listen to these three episodes. This is where we're at. We want to talk to you about them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> oh, so cool. So, but yeah. Okay. So the Nazis are learning about anti-gravity. Meanwhile, over in the United States. And I'm sorry. The Nazis, again, are in Antarctica. And they're, are they off the planet at this point? Or they're just in, in Antarctica and, like, maybe South America or something? <clears throat> well, 1942. I don't... When did World War II start? In the... I think it like ended in the, in the 45. I don't remember. Hey, Siri. Hey, Siri. She doesn't want to tell you. She's like, Come on. she's too busy listening to what we're saying. So send it all when back. When was World War II? Septem- uh, September. Whoa. Really? September yeah, 1st right. to yeah. 1939 to September 2nd, 1945. Oh, I didn't know that. That's insane. That's weird. But is that weird? The, the years look okay. Right to Thirty-nine me. to forty-five. Okay. I thought you were going to be like we're in this alternate Mandela effect universe and the no dates are completely. No, crazy. I had no idea. But it, the September first yeah. and second tripped me up. Totally, totally, totally. Okay, yeah. So like their peak Nazi. Yeah. In nineteen forty-two. Right. Okay. So they so have they're, they're in Germany yeah. being in the war. in Europe, and then yeah. there's a base in Antarctica that are hanging out with the Draco learning doing doing anti-gravity tech over in la aliens are also happening oh yeah oh yeah so one one night in la 1942 there's a date um this i think it might have also been september i think so too weird i don't know i'm not gonna go look for it y'all can read the text and we can talk about it (laughs) um this family. This family. Thank you. This family yeah. heard these like really loud booms and like saw this white light off in the distance doing some crazy movement. And they were like, OK, what the fuck is that? And then all of a sudden this like ship comes into their airspace and then guns or missiles or whatever shot gets shooting at alien ufo so there's like actual star wars happening in the sky in la in 1942 1940, so this is like yeah low tech yeah so this family is like holy shit this is crazy and they're watching it for like hours for like right? hours and then they're like okay i'm gonna go to bed now weird, weird so that's weird and then they realize nobody else really heard about it saw it it was like really low-key there was something written about it in the newspaper but like other than that it was like a very low-key event right so weird which i mean seth says that that is a point to like mind control like mass mind control right where it's like you you're suppressing consciousness yeah which is technology or whatever yeah well in the matrix because at this point the matrix would be alive and well right so people are getting manipulated but this guy who is in the military is watching this thing and is like oh my gosh aliens are real okay that gets embedded in his brain homie goes into the navy or the military or whatever gets up into the ranks becomes a general in 
the military has he has a voice of opinion they're like someone someone through the grapevine through the military this is where i forgot to read so it gets a little (laughs) dicey on the things but someone through the through the grapevine hears about the nazis learning about gravity anti-gravity tech the people in the military are like uh that doesn't seem like it's real but this guy is like uh, no ooh, okay. it is real okay. it is real and there were a couple other people in the military who also witnessed that event who could corroborate this other guy who was like no this is real this is real mm-hmm. so then these this group of people become like the space force of 1942 mm-hmm. i don't know secret space program yeah and so Secret space program. And they start believing about the alien tech that the Nazis are doing. This is where things get fuzzy. The Nazis realize (coughs) that. Okay, so they. I do remember this. (coughs) The Nazis figure out anti gravity, but they're using combustible weapons Mm -hmm. so if you are an anti-gravity machine floating above the planet and you use a combustible weapon you're gonna get shot like your vessel is gonna get shot because of the yeah propulsion from the combustion okay so they can never actually figure out how to use how to get (laughs) their prototype into reality so they're like okay we're not we i guess we can't figure this out whatever Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so nah i'm good so a faction of them go follow the Dracos. I don't know. Get tech using their anti-intradensity tech. Get off the planet Earth. They lose the war, uh, clearly. I don't. The world war. The world war. Or, the I don't know. The Allies won, apparently. <laughs> um but so there's like a bunch of Nazis that like know about this science that are like still on planet Earth. So like Russia and the U.S. gobble up these Nazi scientists um, to put into their own science programs. This is Operation Paperclip. Paperclip. Um, Which is probably a trigger word. Probably. But look it up. I think you can look it up anyway. Um, so yeah, so now we have all of these Nazi scientists in our science programs who have like super studied space and Mm -hmm. maybe not space, but like density, density and weird tech and occult stuff and all of this. Fringe science. Yeah. So they start, so there's like a, they start NASA to, to go into space. They also, the government also starts like the the secret space programs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then basically the government just goes like full on space and then cover up space. Yeah. So I don't know. There's like misinformation, but information through, the, I think there's space program. I mean, the CIA openly talks about needing space people. Yeah. I think there's got it. Like, why? Why would they actively ignore space? Like, for right. the seven hundred billion dollar military budget or whatever the fuck it is, right? Like, what is there on Earth at this point to spend that much money on? I know. Like, why other wouldn't than, they be going into space I or know. other dimension? Like, I don't know. I, know. I feel like, of course, like, hasn't NASA been like disbanded? 
or something isn't or downgraded or debudgeted or whatever we were like i'm in nasa what? <laughs> uh they were i think they were defunded but then donald trump created space force right like i feel like this public the public narrative of us not doing a lot in space yeah maybe they're trying to pass it on to elon musk or something i think that probably but I like he's an alien there's no way the government is not involved in what's going on in space. Right. You know, even right. if it's just exploration and how do we get to Mars? You know, even if it's just that sh- as shallow as that. Or how do we get to Saturn? Or, I mean, okay, here's a question. Have we even left Earth? Right. Have we even gone to the moon? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So. I don't know either. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> Operation Paperclip, we get Nazi scientists they learn about they in, integrate space they also integrate the cabal the cabal the cabal <laughs> into america so this is when america starts seeing influence from the cabal again we are reading a text we are this is what we're reading <laughs> <laughs> It just gets tricky because, you know, you don't want to, you just don't want to say anything, whatever. Whatever. Oh, fuck it. Who cares? Who cares at this point? We're not even saying anything that nobody else has said on the internet. Right. Whatever. I think this is us stepping into our, is this us stepping into our true selves? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. So then there's space programs within the NASA, within the NASA, and the government is also trying to suppress disclosure because mm-hmm. that would just like freak s- everyone freak out. everybody out but there's like a there's like active ufo that's what well, I, when did roswell happen in 1940 um two three seven okay so like right around all, when all of this is yeah. happening Meanwhile, I guess, okay, so yeah, so in the 50s, if NASA is now being installed, so Americans are are watching us put people in space, they're watching the Russians put a, the first astronaut yeah. mm-hmm. to travel around in a whatever spaceship, and now we're, there's like the race to the moon, and then Kennedy comes into power. Okay, Eisenhower knew all about it okay but he was the last one to be in the know and he was in the 50s yeah 1955 <clears throat> okay okay that's what it says oh yeah there and then a there US, was a oh, i should have read this i'm well, sorry everybody. I, they have the they have a clip of dwight eisenhower's farewell speech when he leaves office where he's like clearly warning the american i listened to part Did of it you? he's like warning the american people about like what could be coming from the skies or something like he was he used veiled Yet, if you know what he's talking about, like, obvious language. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, YouTube, there's a, just a YouTube clip of his of his speech. Okay, so NASA being a smokescreen was something to, for the government to be able to, like, super pump money into for research and stuff. Mm-hmm. Also. See, exactly. And, that, and it was, like, under the complete control of the cabal. So, like, super nefarious... Uh, things <clears throat> and then the cold war happened <sighs> i didn't read any of this 
That's okay. Okay, I mean, I don't really think any of this is really that important. Yeah, I, was like, I, I don't think, think it's we have just to get mostly into the details. Even like, it's mostly the fact that like because we gathered a bunch of Nazi scientists, we infiltrated or like the cabal infiltrated the United States. Is it's like starting to infiltrate the power dynamic? Politics. Yeah, yeah, and. Just like a bunch of like and and craft the narrative like start yeah, start exactly. beginning to be like no this is you know we're pumping all this money into NASA in order mm-hmm. to do these things mm-hmm. meanwhile half of it is, or whatever is going to these secret space programs yeah and doing really like weird testing things yeah like these secret space programs were like not cool they were not good and which is where Corey Good comes in right. And so between 1950 and the 90s, I think, the secret space programs were doing a bunch of different programs. Right. Which is also when you hear, when you look, if you look at numbers of abductions, they're like really high during this time period. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. That's crazy. But so one of the programs that we wanted to bring up, um, was I want to just read it's okay 20 and back it was called the 20 and back process so weird okay this um it was a secret space program where civilians were recruited or abducted and went through the 20 and back process um and it just like shows how crazy te- the technology of these groups are because i mean this is fucking weird um a member of the 20 and back program entered into service and worked into their field within an e- within a ssp secret space program for 20 years then they were sent back into time to the point at which they had been recruited or abducted and had their physical age regressed 20 years they were then blank slated all, me- all memory of their 20 years in space wiped from their mind. How fucked Dang. up is that? Isn't that like um, body snatchers? Right. That sounds like the invasion of the body snatchers. Or even men in black. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. So whether or not these exist, people... Well, oh, go ahead. People have like memories that have come through the... M- blank slating mm-hmm. to recount their times in these programs right i think it said like if the person <clears throat> went through an additional trauma like in their life it would it, like reset some of that and so the memories came back yeah so there was one guy Corey good who remembered his time in the 20 and back program um and so there's a there's like videos and a clip that you can watch, but basically I'm pretty sure he did it like three or four times. I think it was three. Yeah. That's 60 years. Right. Of going forward and back, forward and back, back. forward and back. Yeah. And I think he was recruited when, and these recruits were young, young, like teenager. Young. Yeah. So he was recruited when he was like 19 or 16 or something. And did it and then was so if they were recruited, they were promised money, like a 
fast track to a good job. Mm -hmm. They'd be set up for life. Yeah, they'd be set up for life, which is not what Corey Good got. He was just dumped at back where he was to fend for himself. Mind wiped. Mind wiped. Fucked up. Probably on a bunch of fucking drugs. Yeah. Damn. Hormone. Like weird things that we can't even think about. Right. And he talks about his experiences. Like you can. I've heard his name before around like the esoteric community and like the the ET community. At the age of six. I was going to say I thought it was. er, I thought it was like young, young. There was a lab. Okay. M-I-L-A-B program. Why does that sound like men in black? M I B? Yeah. Dude. Okay. And that oh, and they also okay, let me just read this. Because this is pretty good. <laughs> and it's highlighted. Nineteen seventy six. At the age of six, Corey Good was recruited into the secret world through one of the many M I L A B programs. M I L A B is a term coined for the military abduction of a per- person who is indoctrinated and trained for any number of military black ops programs. His abilities as an intuitive empath were visible to other IEs, intuitive empaths, already in the program whose job was to spot other others like them and single them out for recruitment. Standardized tests in school are another way that they spotted these kids. So, yeah, so, like, not only were there alien programs, there was, like, psychic programs. I mean, that's what Men Who Stare at Goats is. And it's, I mean, we all know that in the 60s, there were psychic, there were people trying to make psychic warfare happen. Right. So, I mean, we don't, may not all know that, but but some of us know that. Yeah. So. That's so interesting. All of these, like, crazy traumas Mm -hmm. messed him up. So he had like schizophrenia when he came back. He had yeah, I wonder why a yeah. whole bunch of like yeah. wrong things happen, and he had to like regress memory to talk about it and to remember it all. Mm-hmm. But and now now he's like trying to get better. I mean, he's mentally getting better and <laughs> leading the Sphere group, Sphere Being Alliance. Yeah. Where there, it's like a an alliance between intergalactic aliens, sphere beings, <laughs> sphere beings, and humans mm-hmm. that are like positive mm-hmm. leaning, mm-hmm. trying to work against the cabal that has been ha- go infiltrating for hundreds yeah. of years. Yeah, and yeah, and that's kind of where we are now. We're just kind of like in the midst of. S- Star Wars behind closed doors. That's a bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but oh yeah, and then the Maya are like trying to oh, yeah. also like um help us out out in South America. This is they're cute. I remember that part. They were saying because they figured out how to get the cabal off of their home planet, mm-hmm. they're now here to like help us do the same. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Which is ha- it's happening. It's happening. There, I mean, I can think of, I can't think of his name, but I can think of one person that I know from South America, pretty sure where the Maya were, are, that has a crystal skull. What's um, Amaranta's, mm. 
remember? I don't remember. Miguel, maybe? I don't remember. But he had the crystal skull, but he's, like, trying to erase, like raise consciousness. Yeah. So. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. And so that brings us up basically to present time. I think so. I mean, yeah. Basically, up until the 90s, they were doing this. I think the program ended in did the we, 90s. Did we say what happened to the Nazis? Um, the Nazis are on the moon or something. I don't know. The Nazis Are left. they still in Ant- Antarctica or are they not they on might Antarctica? Have a, I think they might have a... I think they might have a base in Antarctica. Yeah. I also, you know, I think there's a port. You know, okay, this is me outside of the text, Riley Mm -hmm. outside of the text talking Mm -hmm. about Antarctica. Mm -hmm. I think there's like a portal in Antarctica that like goes to the moon or somewhere else that most people who are involved maybe in the cabal know about Mm -hmm. and that information is slowly getting leaked out to Hmm. people who are fighting fighting the cabal so i think i don't know i think that i think there's some funny business happening in antarctica oh you think just a little just a little (laughs) but yeah so aliens are like space programs I think probably ended in the 90s. I think there was. Ended or. Ended. Or ended. Uh, maybe that one ended in the 90s. But basically all up until now, it's been a slow. Showing of like who really is what is going on. <laughs> <laughs> what? There's just been slow disclosure. Yeah. There's there's yeah. we have come to a point in the in our world where we can't especially with technology, we, was, yep. we can't it's not nothing is behind closed doors anymore. Right. And with the help of the internet and like I think social media went was like a ba- a good thing and then it turned into a bad thing, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, and even, like, the dark web and, Mm -hmm. like, things that the hackers have access to, you know, like, if if you know how to hack, you, if if you're a good hacker, you can get into a government system, no problem. And the government hires those hackers. Right. So. So, literally, information is available to anybody who is able to access it. Exactly. And, like, WikiLeaks. Right. And, like, the Information Act. Right. And and people just don't trust their leadership right now. Exactly, exactly. And I mean, like we look around, we look around, at, especially on April sixteenth, fifteenth, twenty twenty two, twenty twenty two. It's like the world is truly crumbling. Right. Like it's not a metaphor anymore. Right. It's like things are coming out. That we I didn't really ever think would come out, mm-hmm. and I think that all of this needs to every I think all of this needs to come out, yeah, so we can heal it, like of course to get back to fucking homeostasis and right. to heal our mother wound because right. she fucking deserves it, right? And she's ascending also, and right. we're ascending, and we were put here to help her ascend. Exactly. I mean, ultimately, the Pa Atal seeded all of this stuff so that some but some creature like us. 
who has the ability to access both the third density and the seventh density at the same time can help <coughs> stitch Gaia back towards unity. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And so. that's why it's important. Wow. Okay. So that's how we got here. That's yeah. how we got. That's how we in this timeline, in this corner of this multiverse got to this point in time. Yep. <laughs> exactly. And there's uh, like, you know, allegedly. But still doesn't it feel like it all kind of just makes sense and Yeah. It connects the dots in a in the in a way that none of the history books have been able to properly do, at least for me. You know, yeah. like it's never satisfied my mental. There's been, you know, clear holes and this just makes sense. In the fractal of it all, there's like clear patterns that repeat even in our microcosm of time. Exactly. That have that jive with what the ancient text and remembered memories right. say. And you can see the like the mask that mm. the I'm going to keep calling it the cabal because it's just easier. And we're here. That co the cabal <laughs> um, is putting forward to try to take like take control of the narrative. Right. And you can see there the loosening of the grip because they cannot keep it. There's too many people talking out against it right. for them to keep mm -hmm. censoring it. And the more they censor, the more it's shown. Right. You know, like right. the more they what keep something down. Exactly. Yeah. So. If you're interested in archaeology, if you have these memories that you're like, I don't understand what's going on. If you have like a dream to go some random place and you've like always wanted to do that, do that. Totally. Go find, go follow that want and like learn those codes and help us fucking ascend. Because totally. at this point, anything's possible. Right. Nothing's real and anything's possible. Totally. Like. Where I am in my reality, I'm like looking at the walls and I'm like, you're not real. Right. You know, like you're just manifestation of light. Right. That's I'm perceiving through my eyeballs. That's per being processed through my brain. Right. Through a headset. Right. You know, like and I'm to some people that might be like, whoa, she's lost it. Right. But I'm like, no, the possibilities, the things that I can do with this wall. Right. Though, right. Is endless i can keep it i can change it i can paint it i can put up random shit on it yeah it's very much like i am a soul in a body and not my body like i am my body you know of course it, i am my body but i can change my, my, my body is a vessel of this reality mm -hmm. so you know as you can change the wall even if changing the wall is like literally getting a sledgehammer and busting through it that is quite literally changing reality exactly you know Exactly. And, and I feel like sometimes I get lost in this whole idea of like, oh, it's going to be like, like I'm going to have superpowers and I'm going to be able to like li li lift my hands like Doctor Strange and like move things around. And it's like, no, you can also just change the wall by busting it open and learning carpentry and like changing the wall. Yeah. P or painting it. <laughs> yeah. Or like putting a fucking pretty hangy thing on it. <laughs> yeah. You know? Exactly. I don't so, know. It, I mean, but of course, like those things are are possible right. and available to us. We just 
I guess it's on us. Like we get to learn it. Mm-hmm. We we get to be the ones to bring it to the plane. Mm-hmm. You know. And I mean, going back to what Unity's Unity wants to experience Everything. all of life, right? So just sitting, staring at the wall, saying, "I would have liked to paint the wall." You're not experienced, or like, right? No, or that- even on like your iPad, if you're doing like an interior design app, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm going to change the wall on my iPad. You're like almost there. Right. But go, still you have to keep doing it. That's like step one. And then right. step two is like touching it with your 3D hands because we're in the 3D. Exactly. We manifested here. Exactly. Not up sixth, seventh density, which sounds like a reprieve, but I don't know. Doesn't really sound like something I want to go to forever. Sounds cool. I mean, they, but they say nice. that it gets boring. <coughs> they say that that's why Unity got bored is because when everything's perfect, like, well, then what's the point? Exactly. But when you fall into a thick density like the third, then you have to crawl your way back out, mm-hmm. you know? You have to learn the, ta- the like, craft to do the thing. Right. Ugh. And, I mean, ultimately, this whole the whole reason that Seth Lyon brought all this knowledge together in this book was to talk about trauma. Mm-hmm. And then the last chapter of it, he really does go into trauma and kind of examines how it, how all of what he has said, you mm-hmm. know, like ended up there. And I guess we've kind of been doing it all along. But I don't know. I don't, I don't know where I'm going with this. I mean, trauma is emotional buildup in your psychic awareness that mm-hmm. manifests in to your body right so in order to move that pain point through your body you have to figure out where what happened to the pain like what happened to get to the pain point Mm -hmm. and doing that you have to go outside of yourself to see okay i hurt my back what did i do to hurt my back i moved funny okay did i sit down and like let myself heal or I'm just going back to that back problem I had. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Or do I muscle through it because we have to get this done and I'm tired and we just got to like get it done because we got to get it done. I'm just going to muscle through it. I'm not, it's fine. Right. I don't, it's fine. Right. Okay. If I went through the sitting down and letting myself breathe and like, look inward and like slow down and feel my body see if i can re-put my hip back into place and just be hurt for a minute and just be hurt for a minute exactly and just like sit with the pain Mm -hmm. and sitting with the pain allows me to move through the pain Mm -hmm. because i'm not ignoring it there's not something else telling me to like shut it down you know, I think there's like it's that 11. other voice. Oh, nice. That voice. Oh, the, thing? oh no, it's the voice of like, <clears throat> just go, just go, just go. Yeah. I think that stressful voice makes it even harder to move through. Totally. So if you can just sit with it, breathe. I'm okay. I'm alive. My back hurts. Let's figure it out. Taking the time for myself, which is not, wasn't a whole day. It was three minutes Mm -hmm, where mm -hmm. I was just sitting. I'm like, okay, I need to sit down. I just need to figure this out. (laughs) And then I got up and I was like hobbling around and it hurt. But I was like, 
I healed so much faster yeah. than if I would have been like, whatever, let, let me, me just, just like muscle through this and move the table. Yeah, and take an ibuprofen. And yeah, put some CBD, just like slab a Band-Aid, you yeah, know? Yeah, And I would have been hurt for so much longer. So the point of all of that is like you want to move through the pain mm-hmm. and like sit with the pain. And if you had a traumatic, I mean, that was like a physical traumatic experience. Yeah. But if you had like an emotional, psychological trauma experience, like sitting with it, figuring out what happened, what my role was in it, which... I mean, if it's inner child work, it's usually you are not supposed to be in charge of that emotion at mm-hmm, that point mm-hmm. in your life. Mm-hmm. But it's like you just got to like sit and figure it out outside of like your experience of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I've been doing a lot of like learning about energy centers. I mean, honestly, the last several years. But recently it's been um, I've just been thinking about. So, like, you have your uh, root energy center. It's red. It's, like, your physical, physicality. It's your survival. It's, like, if you don't have food, water, shelter, you can't, you're not, you're not going to survive. So, like, that's what the root center deals with. Your sacral center, which is the next one up, is orange. It's creative energy. But it's also, like, ancestral shit. You know, that's where, like, your ancestral shit lives. And then you go into Mm. your, and and emotions, like, Mm. emotional traumas, right? Mm. And then you go into, oh, no, I'm sorry. I think sacral is the emotions. And then in the solar plexus is, like, your ancestral, Mm. like, um. Okay. Like, uh. Where are the solar plexus? It's here. Okay. It's, it's like it's your like diaphragm or like under your diaphragm. Yeah, kind of like the, where your rib cage okay. comes to a, like a point. Okay, thank you. For me. I've never wanted to ask someone because everyone seems to go, oh, yeah. Yeah, solar plexus <laughs> is like here. I mean, if you're talking human design, it's actually off to the left, like over your left kidney. Mm. But in like the seven center energy Shop, center, yeah. it's yeah above your sacral. So like right here in your stomach. Okay. But I think you're... Maybe I don't know. I'm not exactly sure how it all breaks down. Okay, we're still processing. We're still thinking about it. But the point being, if you are stuck and you can't, if you're worried about money, if you're worried about where you're going to pay your bills, or if your body is broken and you're sick, maybe you're chronically ill. Like if you are stuck in true root center things, you are never going to be able to access the sacral or solar plexus traumas to heal those. Mm. So like you have to be able to to deal with whatever is like root center, the big thing first before you're even going to ever be able to access anything else. So like you, you need to go and they say like you need um, unity consciousness, which begins at the heart level. So it's like, you need to be able to access your own heart chakra before you can really play with all three of those levels and like deal with those three levels of like human being trauma Mm -hmm. on from physical to and like meaning like where you're living in your actual real life situation to your emotional mm. things to your epigenetic or ancestral traumas that you have mm. he- like all of these things are major pr- things that we need to heal and deal with in order to be our most like aligned and authentic selves mm-hmm. but you can't even access all of them when you're dealing with survival survival or if you get your survival figured out, you know, maybe you can't access your ancestral stuff because you have emotional blocks that mm-hmm. you need to deal with first. You know, there's like, wow, 
different levels to it. I totally resonate with that. Right? I'm like, I feel like I definitely had to figure out, like, you really can't, you have no space for anything else if mm-hmm. you're trying to figure out where you're living or what your job situation or like how you're right. going to make money or like how to live in the 3D space. Pay your bills. Yeah. Take care of your kids. Yeah. It's really hard. You like literally can't. Literally can't. There's no room There's for no anything room. else. Exactly. But like once you kind of, and which I think a lot of us on the hu I mean, in the human clear, I mean, obviously on the homo sapien level <laughs> is currently yeah. learning how, like, that's where you start. Right. It, I mean, heart and then, right. And then root or, I mean, I feel I like think, you start at root and yeah, then you when can, you're in, when you're in the root, you can yeah. look around and deal with what is in the root right. and then heal up to orange and then heal right. up to yellow and then get up to green, which is heart. Yeah. And then at green, you now have this like higher awareness to access all of it right which up until now also we have all been operating in root right we have all been trying to figure out how to survive right because of the cabal i'm just gonna because of the cabal agenda Mm -hmm. we have been (laughs) kept down (laughs) i have been okay this is i have been trying to figure out what things i want to say mm-hmm. and if i if it matters but i feel it in my throat yeah when i don't say it yeah so yeah totally that's totally. the uh, thing i'm working on right now For sure. is like actually saying it For so sure. because of the cabal agenda we have been kept down as human beings to stay in our root energy space and stay in survival because that is where our reptilian brain lives that's the word i was looking for before reptilian ah. this was like minutes ago sorry i don't <laughs> i don't even i don't even remember the context um but yeah that's where our reptilian brain lives that's where we are in service to self because of survival because we need to keep our lineage going mm-hmm. for survival for the memory of our dna for mm-hmm. like all of like that's the reason why we need to survive is to keep our lineage going mm-hmm. from like that what it is so to stay <laughs> there is to stay unconscious and to stay unaware and easily manipulatable mm-hmm. malleable sure sure so totally. And also, like, we're speaking about this also coming from a place of rolling around in our own traumas. Yeah. Like, this last friggin' eerie season has been a workout. Yeah. An exercise in processing trauma. In a great way. Like, it's it hurts and it's been tricky, but it's ultimately for the better, you know? And that's what the whole thing is. Like... It's uncomfortable and you have to, but you have to move through the pain in order to, yeah. to, to heal. And honestly, having a podcast and being in business with your sister yeah, is it's just really helpful. Well, it's helpful, oh. but it's also <laughs> like you are looking like you have to work on those oh, yeah. internal trauma that you had when you were a kid. Totally. And like, you know, and it comes up. And mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I, I repair it myself all the time because yeah. I'm like, this is not anything that we had power over. Right. And the reason that she did this was not because she hated me. It's because she wanted to do something else and that's her energy and she didn't understand it. And it's, you know, right. Like it is what it is. 
Right. And exactly. I could be mad and be a sister and be petty and be, you know, about it. Or I could just be like, you know what? We, none of us had the emotional community, like emotional maturity to be able to understand what the fuck was going on. Right. So we all were just in survival mode. In survival mode. And that's what we're healing is right. survival mode. Right. And it's like nobody's fault. Right. Because we're all trying to deal with it. And I think we talked about this in the Outlander episode, but it's like quite li- literally up until now in history that we haven't, that we have been able to get out of survival right. mode because our food is taken care of. We can drive to the grocery store. Right. We have a roof over our heads. Mm-hmm. Most of us, mm-hmm. most of us have at least an, a week's worth of groceries. You mm-hmm. know, we know that we can eat today, mm-hmm. you know. And there are enough resources in yeah. this fucking world that nobody has to go without right anything. Right. And to have the reality that we have and to keep doing things that don't help our own people actually infuriates me mm-hmm. it's quite disgusting and we're meant the narrative is meant to keep you in scarcity mindset mm-hmm. to scare you into submission hoarding things that you don't need to hold on to and we live in a place where there is abundance we actually live in a space of abundance Mm -hmm. and to share abundance is to get abundance Mm -hmm. so yeah someone go tell elon musk that he doesn't need to buy twitter he can just solve homelessness i think i saw that on instagram today i'm not going to take credit for that it's like (laughs) doesn't it doesn't even cost that much right (laughs) Right. I'm not going to get into it, but it doesn't even cost that much. <laughs> right. To save the world. Right. No. It's truly. just not cost. It just doesn't feed them back. It doesn't right. give them money back. Which right. is it's not even true. Right. That's not even right. true. Right. If you help the people, the people will help you, motherfucker. Right. Fuck off. Right. <laughs> I just don't get it. It just seems this is like going off in so many different things, but it just seems that if you treat people nice, Mm -hmm. it comes back to you. Right. And so to treat your employees poor Mm -hmm. boggles my mind. Mm -hmm. Is it really a now perspective to treat your employees correctly? Mm -hmm. Is it? Right. I guess. If we go back I mean, into the histories of the multiverse, we're only <laughs> just now saying that it's not okay to stare at my boobs while at work. At work, you know, like yes, yeah, you I know, get, yeah, like it, we've only we've been for less than a hundred years. Women have been like at a equal place that as men, yeah. at, you know, like we are at this place where yeah. we're now just having to say this. Like you don't uh, get to hoard your wealth. It's so when stupid. people are dying. What was Amber Khan saying that there's children in Yemen, in Yemen eating their eating own their hands, hands because they don't have food? Yeah. So, yeah. 
so there's like real traumas in this world that are being healed and that we need to heal and like we come at this from a super american perspective also yes 100 percent. and that we recognizing our privilege yeah it be and because we are privileged we get to heal these things right and thus healing other things right us having this conversation about treating employees correctly because we've healed traumas or whatever because we've been employees have been mistreated exactly and now we're gonna say something about it and change the game exactly and we're gonna be employers yeah that provide a positive workplace right like we are small business owners right multiple times right (laughs) i know so it's like (laughs) we can't we now are the people to provide the jobs right that are going to be fucking badass and y'all are going to be taken care of. And if we have, listen, if we have to charge more because we have to treat our employees right. Yeah. I, I would pay more for a company that would treat their employees. Right. Right. Exactly. Been thinking about pricing a lot and with Fuka and stuff. And like, we got to like price what we're worth. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And at that pop-up, at that vintage store, hundred dollar mm-hmm. vintage tees. Right. Hundred dollar okay. vintage tees. We yeah, so we went into Tacoma. Yeah, we were in you. Tacoma. We were in Tacoma last weekend and we went to a pop-up shop in I don't know, downtown Tacoma that was a vintage tea, it like vintage awesome. clothing. Vintage it was a Tacoma Sunday market. Festival. Yeah, yeah, Sunday market. There you go. But it was all like yeah, it was ninety percent vintage stuff. Yeah, vintage, vintage tees, vendors. S- uh, sneaker heads. Yeah couple jewelry really vendors cool and like you know makers, makers. super cool super but the, cool. I, I just always marvel at these underground markets mm-hmm. where it's like this t-shirt because like i understand the artistry that goes into this t-shirt mm-hmm. that has been around for 40 years probably has been on your uncle's back for like 10 of those years right. and then stuffed into been for 30 of those years right and then coming back out and it's like single stitch there's like things that make vintage pieces expensive Mm -hmm. but to an untrained eye it's a ratty old t-shirt that has like weed jargon on it right you know right but those are like a hundred dollars right right so it's like money is available money is money please yeah (laughs) Two thousand dollars for a one post on a social media so mm-hmm. social media person. Yeah, I saw. I'm part of a freelancing females group on Facebook, and one of the gals was talking, was saying that she charged her clients for one post a day two thousand dollars a month. No, two thousand dollars a post. post. Two thousand dollars a post. <clears throat> I was watching Selling Sunset yesterday. Mm-hmm. The stupid Netflix real reality TV. Mm-hmm. These women, these supermodels are selling these luxury hills in L.A. homes for like forty five million dollars. They're getting like two hundred thousand dollars commission. Right. Over a million dollars commission. I'm like. If they can do that, I can do that. Right. In my own little way. Right. I don't know how we got here. (laughs) But trauma, healing trauma. There's enough resources for everybody. Yeah. We just need to. Get the powers that be out of it. And us healing our trauma Thank helps you. to make space for other people to heal heal, heal their trauma. Exactly. Trauma, 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 trauma. 
Anything else? I don't think so. I don't think so. That was an abrupt end. <laughs> but I know. Well, we're going to talk about the dis- we're going to have a discussion in a yeah. couple weeks. Um what I hope you guys come. Yeah, we'll do it on Instagram live. Yeah. We talked about this before. We there it'll be a couple weeks time, so there will be enough um advertisements on Instagram for you to write it in your calendar. <laughs> And I hope you join us. Yeah. Because I really do want to hear what you have to say. Me too. We really briefed through chapter six. Like yeah. super brief. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of like American politics. Yeah. And stuff. But. Yeah. And then chapter seven and the rest of it is like trauma healing. Yeah. So I don't know if you feel inclined to read the rest of it. Great. I mean, honestly, this is not a novel. No, 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 no. It's six pages Maybe on, I think medium even gives you like a read time yeah. for each one. And it's maybe the like a, longest one was 15, 17 minutes. Yeah. I mean, it does take a while to actually read it because you are like the concepts thinking are and connecting things and whatever. Yeah. But I, it's I mean to say that it's not it's a not 100 a, it, page. It, yeah. Textbook. Yeah. It's very short in comparison. So check it out. Read it. Come back to us. Have a discussion. We'll have some. I don't know notes. I'm really promising things we haven't talked about. So, um, see you then. See you then. It'll be. We're taking a break. Oh yeah, we're gonna take a break after 4:20. Happy 4:20 coming up, you guys. Happy 4:20. Uh, Check us out at uh, Take Root Dispo Training if you want to fu- watch our, um, our 4:20, 420 shenanigans. Fun. Uh, and then we're taking the oh, yeah. last week in April off. Yeah. And then I, don't know, I, don't know, I would I would do the live last week of April though if you wanted to. I, I want to give them time. Oh yeah, 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 okay. I want That's the, fine. I want to give them time. I want to not have to do anything that week because I already planned on. That it. is totally fine. I am fine with not doing anything that week. Um, okay, we'll just watch. Just check out yeah, our Instagram. We'll out. <laughs> yeah, come on, come on, come on. We don't know right now. <laughs> um, bye. Thanks. thanks thanks for listening thanks for listening thanks. i hope you're enjoying it yeah tell us if you're not or if you are or anything tell us all your thoughts see you next time in a couple weeks bye we love you <laughs> visit our website chronicals.com for show notes of current and past episodes follow us on instagram at chronicals underscore podcast to check out what crazy things we're up to subscribe to our youtube channel to watch the video versions of these episodes and make sure you hit the like button and the notification button to get notified when we post a new video rate review and share our hilarious podcast you didn't do the thing with me oh sorry hilarious, hilarious. <laughs> because the best recommendation is from people you trust see ya bye